Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Zayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations 12 Steps to Freedom. Tonight, we are wrapping up step four, compassion with a little integration. And I am excited to uh, get the conversation going. So let me welcome my beautiful co-host, Terry Thayer. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing much better, thank you. I'm happy to be here. I am so glad to hear that. And you definitely sound more awake. <laughs> Anyway, so I am glad to have you. I am glad that you are feeling better. It makes uh, always makes me happy to know that you are well, and I'm sure our listeners as well. Let's welcome our co-host tonight. She has been on the show before, and we are super excited to have her back. Everyone, please welcome Tracy Root. Yay! Hey. Great to be here. Yes, I love being here. This is so fun. We are so happy to have you. So, Tracy, can you please remind our audience that our audience what you get to do and who you get to serve? Well, I get to help women to be bold in their life and in their business, and I also get to help women entrepreneurs get a little more visible, get in front of some new people. And I do that by giving them promotional opportunities and speaking opportunities and building community around them and around all of us so that we can connect to more people so that we can serve our greater mission of changing the world. That's what I get to do, change the world. (laughs) No small thing, not for this lady. No. And, you know, it's so funny. <laughs> I will add on that I didn't know that I wanted to change the world when I started coaching. I thought I just wanted to lose some weight. So it's a pretty fun yeah. evolution over the decade. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I When I first started coaching, I wanted to change myself. Mm-hmm. And um, and then it kind of transferred into wanting to help people like me, the same challenges, the same um, limited beliefs. Uh, yeah. And now I um, I accept any and all people who want to uh, have their fears not control them. So yeah. I think that's how a lot of us get started is we just have that kind of, you know, who do I want to help? People who've been through the same thing I've been through. And we maybe in the beginning don't realize how wide the the net we cast for coaching can be um, because mm-hmm. we haven't, haven't seen it yet, right? We're just still kind of in our little, on our road, on our journey, and other people are on the same road. But eventually we can start to see all those parallels that even if other people are on different roads, the tools and the the experiences are often the same, even though the road is different. Yeah. 
Love that. Love that. Well, Mm -hmm. this month, all about compassion. So let's start off with Tracy, what does compassion mean to you? Well, I think, you know, to give it a one-word answer, it means kindness. But it means it in the sense of, um, you know, a real understanding and grace and, um, like, like being okay with whatever the truth is, um, you know, and it doesn't, that doesn't mean giving people a pass on, you know, bad behavior or anything like that, but it does mean understanding maybe where that behavior came from, for an example. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I have Kindness and understanding so, were the themes of two other nights. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I have teenagers, so compassion, compassion and empathy really kind of go hand in hand, but compassion is more what I get to to do about it, have that compassion for the experience that they're having, even if their behavior isn't necessarily something that's okay. I had a big yeah. blow up with my younger my younger one the other day. They're going they're going through a thing. It's it's a season for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and I sat down afterwards with them and said, you know this is why this is happening. And we just kind of talked about it and talked about the reasons behind um, why what they were doing wasn't okay, even though we understand why they're doing it. And I think that's, you know, a good way to, good example. It definitely helps to have uh, compassion for someone who um, is, going through life with uh, maybe not the skills or the strategies that would support them in going through life a little easier. Um, You know, it's good to have compassion for, um, you know, people in general because really we are all just trying to do the best we can with, you know, in the ways that we know how. And, We're in the moment given our own experiences, right? Right. Yeah. Um, You know, and when someone acts out, it's, you know, it's their fear acting out. It's not, it's, 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 it's not them necessarily. It's their fear and how they, um, you know, the skills they have to, um, you know, deal with that fear. So, yeah, I love, love, love that. Uh, Terry, what's coming up for you? I was just uh, thinking, talking about, um, you know, understanding and having empathy for other people, that one of the books that I really enjoy and I read every morning as a part of my non-negotiables in the morning is uh, Peaceful Living. And... One of the things that uh, the book is built upon is uh, a compassionate communication. And so many times what what really, when people are behaving in a way that, you know, triggers us or, or is not appropriate, 
it's it's mainly because they're trying to get a need met, right? We're all trying to get our needs met, and like you just said, some of us have the skills and the strategies to do that in a more compassionate way with more understanding, and some people don't have those skills yet in their lives. So it's really helpful when you're in those situations to communicate in a compassionate way where you're understanding that they have a need that's not being met. So perhaps they're they're angry about um, having to do do their chores because they want to um, go out with their friends or whatever. And so just by communicating to them, I, you know, and asking them, are you are you feeling like your need to be with your friends is not being met? And then you know, if they can answer, if that is their need, they can say, well, yeah. And you can say, well, then you can negotiate the behaviors around recognizing their need. And we do that for ourselves as well. If if I get frustrated or I become irritated or disappointed, I can ask myself, well, what need is not being met? You know, what need do I have that's not being met? And then by understanding what that need is, I can better negotiate and navigate around the way that I behave in order to make it clear that that's the need that I have. Because I have a responsibility to get my needs met and express my needs, as well as others have that responsibility to understand and express their needs in ways that are appropriate. So we can really assist each other if our goal is to communicate compassionately or with empathy or understanding or kindness with the people that we're in relationships with the people we love and care about or our colleagues or, you know, our associates at work, whatever it might be, if compassion can be that core of our communication and understanding each other's needs is what gets us to that core of, of communication that becomes compassionate. So it's not, like Tracy said, it's not giving people, a, a, you know, a, a free ticket to act however they want. It's trying to get to that need that's the reason behind the behavior. And a lot of times people don't even know what their need is. So it's that state by asking questions and trying to understand the need that's not being met so that you can then communicate about that in a, in a way that, uh, that recognizes and understands the voice of the other person, the value of the other person, how much you care about that other person and how you want to have that grace and ease in your communication with, with that person. So that's been kind of the, the message the last few days in my peaceful living book. So that's what, what was on my mind. Yeah. And I love that you're talking about needs. Um, It made me think showing compassion for yourself is seeing that your needs are as important as others' needs, that Mm -hmm. your needs equal others' needs, that others' needs aren't more than yours, but that they equal each other. And and so we, um, as you were saying, Terry, it's our responsibility to make sure that those needs are being met and... I know that I have in the past, um, you know, waited around uh, for someone to notice that my need wasn't being met and then to meet my need. (laughs) 
And that doesn't go well. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's our responsibility to say, hey, I really need this right now. Can you support me with this? And, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that the person you're asking is going to say yes, but it's your responsibility to ask. Part of the compassionate communication is to ask people, "Are you willing to meet 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 my you know meet me here so that we can um, you know are you willing to do that?" And a lot of times, if you're just if your communication is in that vein of of supporting one another, and you ask somebody, "Are you willing to?" It's it's really a, a question that almost opens up that uh, that compassion on that person's part to be willing to practice that with you or be willing to compromise or be willing to, um, you know, express themselves in a way that, that is, a con- is conducive to, to communication rather than, you know, escalating the anger, disappointment, or frustration. Yeah. Yeah. Tracy? Yeah, that's, you know, that's bringing up some stuff for me today because I had a bit of a tussle with my husband earlier today about something. And, you know, it came down to I felt like there was blame happening and he, you know, didn't mean it that way or whatever. And we weren't able to kind of see what <laughs> At least I felt like he wasn't able to see what I needed, which was for him to just say, I understand, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so I'm trying to think of the other side of, you know, what – and I know what need I needed, which was, um, yeah, I needed him to understand or to, you know, have compassion with my perspective as opposed to thinking that there was something that I could have done differently or something like that. Um and so, you know, it was a lot many hours ago now, so it all has dissipated. But to recognize that, yeah, I love that you're talking about the needs because that really helped me understand better why I reacted the way I did. And uh, mm-hmm. maybe next time I'll be able to act more slowly. I don't know. We'll have to see how it goes because there's always a next time. And, um, yep. you know, I'll hope that I'm able to take a breath first before, uh, before you know, reacting versus, um, you know, allowing a conversation to happen without that mm-hmm. explosive reaction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that made me think of a tool that we, that we share. And it actually was the last week we did a five, five tools in five day challenge in our Facebook yeah. group. And the fifth tool was the four A's. And the four A's are acknowledge, allow, ask, and act. And, you know, I feel like when we're, when we react, right, we, you know, something happens and we just full on go to react, Um, you know, like you were saying, being able to take that pause and allow the process. You don't skip the first three, right, and go right to action. 
but you acknowledge, you allow, you acknowledge, I am really upset right now. You allow yourself to process that without putting any judgment on yourself. You're not a bad person. Nobody else is bad, right? It's just a feeling, and you're going to let it flow through you. And then ask yourself, what am I committed to? So in this situation between me and this person, what am I committed to in this relationship? And then act on your commitment. So you're acting from this place of intention and what you are, um, what are you, what you're wanting, you know, this relationship to be instead of straight reaction, right? And it's, it's yep. not going to, it's a practice. Let's say that, right? It's a practice. <laughs> you know, sometimes you might be able yeah. to react and then breathe and then, you know, um, slow down the process. Um, and and <sighs> sometimes you might be able to breathe before you react. Um, but, uh, it's, uh, it's a practice. Uh, it's, um, you know, so. Yeah, I love, I love the four A's. I really, I think they're a great, a great tool because, uh, in the past I would have, would have just stepped in my feelings. I wouldn't even acknowledge them, you know? And so acknowledging, acknowledging to myself that I'm upset or disappointed or frustrated or angry, you know, and, and then saying that and then allowing that anger just to flow through me or that disappointment to flow through me. Cause that takes about 90 seconds. Um, if you just allow and process a feeling, it can go through you in about 90 seconds. And then to ask myself what I'm committed to. And, and usually my commitment is, um, it's really positive and my commitment if if I'm having a, a you know an, an altercation with with someone I really care about like my child or you know a really good friend and I'm upset or, or frustrated my my uh, commitment is that I love that person and I want to be in a positive relationship with that person I want them to understand me and I want to understand them and then when I when I remind myself or I I'm in the present with what my commitment is then my actions just follow suit and it's, it becomes um, almost an internal internalized uh, process or formula. You could even call it that, that I can access uh, the more I practice it, the more ease I have in accessing that process to where I, I, in the past I was angry probably 90% of the time. And now I just, you know, very infrequently that I get angry enough that I can't can't process and use this formula, uh, mm-hmm. you know, of acknowledging, allowing, asking, and acting upon my commitment. So it, it can become a strategy or an internal process that can allow me to sit with my feelings, accept my feelings, let them go through me, and then really... In, put my intention and my action where my heart is, where my soul is. And that then feeds my inner joy and keeps me on the path. Uh, that That's my passion. 
Yep. Hopefully next time, uh, yeah, it won't be freak out and then breathe. It'll be, you know, breathe first. Because what's interesting is on the similar topic, we had, uh, you know, a very good uh, interaction on a similar topic just the other day. And so what I, in my mind, I'm like, what happened? <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and, you know, it's a new day. It's a new, we're all different every day. And you never know, um, you know, until you, like you said, until you practice how it's going to turn out. So let's just, you know, have this time turned out and we'll see what happens next time. I'm trying to do better. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's having compassion for yourself as you practice, right? And, like, you don't yeah. want to beat yourself up because you, um, you know, you blew up um, before you paused. Right. Um, and you might, you might blow up, pause, breathe, blow up again. I mean, it's, um, it's, it's, all, it's all, you know, it's your humanity, right? Like, yep. That's yeah. what makes us humans. And so it's uh, having compassion for yourself while you practice as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's important. So important. Yeah. Yep. Well, ladies, I have so, yeah, loved yeah. this conversation with you. Was that? Well, I was just going to say when I was thinking about, you know, our topic for tonight and everything, I really definitely felt like, my my thoughts were moving in that self-compassion category, right? Like mm-hmm. we are always telling ourselves that things should be different and it's all, you know, because of us and that we could have done things differently or better or smarter or faster or, you know, nicer or whatever the, the er is. And if we can remember that, like you said, Kelly, you said the word took the words right out of my mouth that we're all doing the best that we can in the moment, in this moment. Mm-hmm. And it might not be this, today's best might not be the same as yesterday's best. And that's something to also remember is that best changes moment to moment. And you know, as long as your intention is is honest and and kind and you know going back to compassion is kindness as long as your intention is there then you're okay and everything will be okay you just have to keep going yeah for sure yeah i definitely i definitely think that we have it or i know i do i have a tendency to um you know have this like mindset that it's someone's intention to make my day hard. Like <laughs> one of the, the number one rule, which if I asked my kids right now, what's the number one rule, um, they probably wouldn't be able to tell me. But the number one rule in our house is to not make mom's life harder than it needs to be. <laughs> that yeah. used to be. The second rule, and the first rule was don't wake the baby. But we don't have babies anymore. Right. So right. That's the, the second rule is now the first rule. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, but really, you know, we're all just trying to do the best that we can. And, and it definitely, 
our best definitely changes day to day. And sometimes five minutes uh, <laughs> can make a difference. Yep. Yeah, every moment is another opportunity to get it right. That's from some movie. Every moment is yeah. another chance to get it. What is that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it sounds good. Mm-mm. Sounds good. Um, so yeah, so I have definitely loved this conversation, and all the conversations we've had this month. Um, hopefully you out there are taking advantage of not only the podcast, but you're listening to Terry Talks, um, you're um, watching my Facebook Lives, you're seeing all of the com- all of the posts that we're posting in the group. Um, we post articles every week, quotes, inspirational thoughts. Um, we post questions to get you thinking. Um, hopefully you've been taking advantage of all of that and really um, – really have thought about compassion and how you can have more compassion for yourself and how, how that would look and how it would sound and how it would feel to uh, give yourself a little bit more compassion uh, each day. And so, Tracy, we thank you so much for being here. We want to give you a couple minutes to share with the audience um, how they can connect with you. Yeah, awesome. Love to. My, I found the quote, by the way, it's from Vanilla Sky, the movie Vanilla Sky. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's one of my favorites, actually. Um, the uh, I just posted it in your group. The, awesome. How can you get a hold of me? Facebook is, like, where I hang out most of the time from a social media standpoint, although you can easily find me on Instagram and on LinkedIn, Tracy Root or Tracy Root Coaching, depending on where you're at. Um, the... Uh, there's the other place you can find me hanging out is in the Gather community, and there's you know socials for those as well. But if you go to any of the first ones, you'll find the second ones. We've got events and networking and speakers, including you fabulous ladies, coming up here in a couple of weeks on the 16th. We've got a half day summit, and we also have a business connect one hour. Um, what do you call it? Uh, speed networking happening on that same very same day. So lots. Lots happening and lots of opportunity to meet amazing women in business. So I hope that anyone who works or is works with or is a woman in business will come check us out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, and amazing. we love the gather community. Thank you. We love you too. We love it. Yeah, yeah, and we love Tracy. She's one of our favorites. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> I love you guys. Too. Well, thank you I'm for so being here with to us. Get to see you in person last week. So fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It was so good. It's so good to be able to actually hug you and not just see you on yeah. Zoom. Mm-mm. And go out for ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Some good ice cream. Mm-mm. Um, so we want to thank you again for being here on the show with us, and please come back anytime. Um, we'd love to have you again. We want to remind you all that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. If you would like to know more about Fearless Living, please go to fearlessliving.org. There's all kinds of good stuff there. If you want to know more about Terry and I, please go to fearlessgenerations.org. And you can see all of the amazing things we have going on. 
Uh, you can see the workshops we put out. You can see um, and read about our membership program that we have. You can see our group program, Stepping Towards Freedom, and the amazing retreat we have coming up in September of Pathway to Change Retreat. We're super excited about that. All that information and more is there, especially all of the past nine and a half so seasons of the podcast, if you'd like to go back and listen to older episodes. So we thank you for being here with us each week. Um, please continue coming. Bring your friends. Share us about, um, with your friends. Um, we'd love to be able to support more people. And, uh, Terry, any last words? No, thank you, Tracy, for being with us. And uh, just remember to uh, be compassionate with yourself. As you learn to love and have compassion for yourself, it's easier to uh, spread that to others. So start with yourself. Thank you. Absolutely. 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 All right, everybody, until next week, be fearless. Be fearless. Bye, Tracy. Bye, girls. Talk to you soon.